When I left law and started my business, taking that leap was the scariest thing I've ever done. Welcome to season one of the Untapped podcast. If you haven't already, we recommend going back and listening to the My Story episode so you've got full context of what this is all about and who I, Bryony McKenzie, am, your host on this podcast. We are now ready to dive into season one, which is all about living in alignment, discovering our true, unique expression, our gifts, and what we're really here for. We're going to be exploring secret keys and fundamentals to doing just that. Myths and misconception around your purpose, Q&A interview style, and so much more to have you live in your highest expression. In this episode, I am sharing four keys to designing and living a life that you love and a life on your terms. So many of us are living other people's definition of success or comparing ourselves to Rachel across the road or Michael across the street or someone at work instead of getting in our own lane and figuring out and focusing on what our truth is. And in this episode, I give you four simple steps to follow to start to get in your own lane and start to design and create a life that's true for you so that you can have the fulfillment, the success, the passion, the contribution, the love, the connection, and everything that you're truly worthy of. I've taken thousands of people through these types of processes and tools in our programs. And so I know this will be so supportive in you starting this journey and really committing to creating everything you're worthy of in your life. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to this episode around four keys to designing and living a life that you love. In this season, we're really exploring what it actually takes to design a life that's true to us. And true to us means in alignment, right? And this word gets thrown around a lot around alignment and being in your truth. And sometimes it can be hard to even figure out what that is, let alone live it. And so in this episode, I really want to give you four keys to taking the steps to designing and living a life that you love. And something that's so critical is so many of us are living life by default. We're waking up, we're going to the job, we're doing the things we always did. Maybe we're patterning and modeling what our parents did. I know that was absolutely true for me. But often we're not taking enough time to truly design and define what we want with our one precious life. So you may have found yourself waking up and thinking, oh my gosh, how did I end up here? And maybe it's not your highest expression and your truth. And you're in a phase of transition where you know there's something greater, but you don't necessarily know what that is yet. And that phase in life is such an important time to take action and take space and invest the time and energy to creating the kind of life you want. Because once you've got awareness that something's not working or something's not quite right, or in the language term, something's out of alignment, then you now have an opportunity. See, most people are too scared to confront that. And so they're just like, oh my gosh, just keep steamrolling ahead, convincing myself it's okay, buying superficial crap to try and fill this void instead of truly just taking 
stock and looking at your life and looking at what's here. Living a life by design is incredible, right? So many of us have loads of multiple dreams of the types of lives we want to live. And yet so little of us ever really live those lives. And it's because it takes conscious effort and attention and energy to create an extraordinary life. So in this episode, I want to give you four small, simple tips for you to start truly living and designing a life that you love. And I think this is really important because so many of us experience comparison where, you know, Rachel across the fence is doing this and Michael down the road's got the pay rise and got that. And we get so caught up into this comparison trap of what everyone else is doing instead of looking in our own lane and focusing on what's true for us. And the moment we actually do that, we can create so much momentum. The first thing I want to kick off with, as you start to consider what does a life I really love look like, is that one of the foundations to a truly fulfilling and extraordinary and motivating and engaging life is it has to align with your values system. So what we mean by that is everyone's got an internal belief system that creates their reality, but you've also got a value system that creates how you engage with life and is almost a filter for your entire experience. And what I mean by values is things like contribution, growth, integrity, accomplishment, success, wealth, health, all of these things are your values. And what's really important before we start to make decisions or think about changing the job or going overseas or whatever it is, is to think about what actually is my value system, my personal one, not the person next to me or my partners, but my value system. And how am I going to make sure that I meet those values? Because your values are what you inherently care about. And they're often decided from a really young age through experiential things or things through your family. And so for me, my top two values are growth and contribution. They are the things I care most about in the world. And if I'm not meeting those values, I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled, I'm not motivated, and I'm not engaged. And so if you're in a job, perhaps that doesn't hit your core value system, no matter how many KPIs or how many pay rises you get, if that doesn't align with your values, you're perhaps never going to experience that true sense of fulfillment and meaning and purpose and depth to what you're doing. And so understanding your value system is critical first. And it's really easy once you have this because you can just start to make decisions in alignment with these. You could um, have a really challenging decision ahead of you, whether you you know stay with your family and connect with them over the holiday period, or you want to go away and travel and expand. And so right there, what you have is an inner values conflict, one of connection and perhaps family, and one of growth or exploration or adventure. So you've got two inner values conflicting. And so when you understand your values, system, you can make better decisions and you can start to make decisions in your life around your values instead of everyone else's opinion and what other people think you should do or what other people are doing, because that is never going to lead to a truly aligned decision for you. So your value system 
yes, it can change over time, but you inherently have one or two top values that will probably always forever stay. And you really want to make sure a lot of your life is designed around those. So if you don't know what your core value system is, you can go to the link in the show notes and we've got an untapped clarity free mini course for you there. And one of the first exercises you'll do is discovering through reflection your own core value system. And that's like such an amazing foundation to begin from. So if you haven't done that, head to the show notes, register into the mini course and get your core value system. It's just going to give you so much more self-awareness and depth through your own reflection because the truth is you do actually have your own answers, right? So many of us look to other people for advice, but the reality of what we do and our work here at Untapped and coaching is giving you an access and giving you the frameworks to get more and more of your own answers. So once you've got your value system and your core values, we can start to make decisions around those and we can start to design your life. And what I mean by design your life is spend conscious time visioning it and mapping it out and creating it, right? And this is a really important thing because like I said earlier, so many of us want an extraordinary life, but we think it's going to happen by chance. And look, there's amazing stuff that miracles and things that do happen by chance, but most of the things I've created in my life have taken intentional effort. I've spent time defining, designing, and actioning. That's the formula. Define plus design plus action. The life that I wanted, right? The freedom-based life that I wanted, the business, the multiple six-figure heading into seven-figure company that we wanted to create, the impact we wanted to have, the community that I've built, the partner that I've brought into my life, my one, my only, my love, who loves this type of work, like all of it was when I sat down in rooms and I took time to consciously define what I wanted, right? And this is bigger than even just a vision board. A vision board is just often the superficial surface level, but we need to get down to understanding why you want all of those things. And more importantly, whose goals are you chasing, right? And this is the key number two. So key number one is understanding your values and taking time to let those guide your decisions and your vision. And key number two is you want to look really closely at whose goals you're chasing because society has a very particular standard of success. It's the car, it's the money, it's all the things. And that's totally fine. They're all incredible, right? We've got lots of those, but I don't chase those and expect them to make me happy because a lot of them are superficial goals that we've inherited from other people, inherited from our family or our parents' definition of success or what our partner thinks successful is, right? And those, it's really important to start to get super attuned to whose goals you're chasing and why. For me, I used to run heaps of half marathons and I don't really know why because every step was kind of grueling. And yeah, I love hitting goals and pushing myself to my limits, but I never felt the sense of fulfillment or satisfaction I was looking for. I was chasing other people's definition of success and other people's goals. And if you want to have an extraordinary life, one of the best things you can do is start to chip away at all these bullshit success narratives that we've got. And it's not to demonize them and make them wrong and be like, you can never have the car and the nice house and the pay rise. All those things are great. But if you just chase them, you may find yourself empty at the end. So it's about having, yes, the personal goals and maybe the societal success goals and then also your soul goals. 
the deeper goals that are truly what you want to create aligned with your values. For me, back in the day when I chased this whole narrative of what a beautiful body would look like in a certain size and shape, and if you've listened to the first podcast episode around my story, you'll know I had an eating disorder. And I was trying to attain, of course, that came from trauma-informed other addiction issues, but I was also trying to meet society's standards of success and beauty success. And I felt nothing when I got there. I hit whatever weight it was and I felt empty because often we're chasing society's version of success and we want to get really clear. Okay, cool. Yep. That goal. That's awesome. That's definitely a societal success thing driving for my ego. I'll jam on that a little bit, but do you also have the goals or the visions that are true for you? Not things you've inherited from your parents or modeled from your family. You want to chip away and really look at something and say, ah, is that really mine? That's the question to ask. Is that really mine? Is that really my truth? And often you'll know this even in a body response. So when we here in the beautiful Wanaka bought a piece of land out at Lake Hawea, when we went to build on that land, we felt the sense of, ah, that's not our goal. That's society's version of success, of having the house, the mortgage, the brand new build. And it was really exciting for our family. But when we really looked at that goal, we were like, that's not our goal. Right? We will have a beautiful home at some point in the future. But right now, our truth, that's not it. Ours is to be free, is to travel is to have the experience of life while we still don't have children, to scale our businesses and our impact, to build our wealth to a point that when we have our children, we can actually stop. That's our truth. And when we got reconnected to that, we were excited and inspired. And if you're chasing someone else's or society's definition, it'll feel heavy and it'll feel hard and often things don't flow there. Often it's like a grind, you know, for us, it was like trying to get the mortgage sorted and the builders and everything was heavy. And even when we got the house plans, we were just like, nah. However, when we booked flights to Mexico, it happened in 12 hours. We were like, oh my gosh, that's not our goal. Okay. What do we want to do? Yes. Boom. That's it. Let's go. Locked and loaded. Our friends from New York are coming and everything just flowed because we were following our highest alignment. And the third key, the third key flows directly into this. And you've got to start to, or you get to, I hate got to, you get to start to decipher and learn about your ego and your soul. And this is one of our biggest distinctions in our high performing women's program. In week two, we really dive into this because if you want an expansive, extraordinary life on your terms that you love, then it's going to be aligned with your soul blueprint and your soul voice. So each of us within us have an ego and a soul. The ego is the part of you that chases all those societal ones, that wants to fit in, that wants to have all the success narrative things. That's our ego, filling our ego account. Your soul has a very different idea. And it might be 
something that your parents don't agree with, that your family, that doesn't make logical sense. Every time I've followed a soul-based decision, it never made sense to anyone else. The soul is completely around trust, expansiveness, openness, possibility. The ego comes from fear, separateness, success, trying to chase all these things, superficial stuff. Very different lives to live. And most people's ego, right? Your ego is the persona, the part of you that always wants to be seen to be successful or whatever it is. Most people's ego is what drives their entire life. They want to fit in. They want to look good. That's one of the number one things for the ego, looking good, being seen to have it all together and perfect and all of that. It's ego-based. So if you have an ego-based life, you might have ticked all the boxes and feel nothing. And if you have a soul-based life, you may not fit in necessarily into society standards of success or make sense to other people, but you'll feel everything. And we get to become super discerning around what's an ego. When are we chasing the ego line or the soul line? And it's not to demonize the ego. There's a lot of rhetoric in the personal growth world around the ego is the enemy and all of this. Look, all of us have a part of us that wants that significance and wants that. All of us have that. And it is designed to keep us safe and fit in and all of that. But it's just not necessarily letting that drive every decision. So the greatest moments in my life have been when I've made soul-based decisions. So if you're designing an extraordinary life, right, you've got your vision, you've got what you're creating, you then get to become the person who can follow through on that. And life will continually present you with momentary decisions, moment on moment on moment. In every moment of every day, you're getting presented with these decisions. And so what I love doing is equipping people with the tools to make better decisions. Because if you make better decisions, you create a better destiny. And that, that's fully determined by the daily decisions you make. So learning how to decipher in every moment when you're presented with opportunities or new job things or registering into programs or whatever it is, you have your ego and your soul. And it's about learning how to tune in. And most of us are so noisy, right, with social media or Netflix or all these things that are so, so, so noisy in our life or a busy full schedule that we're so tuned out from the sound of our soul. Because your soul whispers. It whispers to you. If you're listening to this right now, it's the part of you that's probably saying, go. Don't buy the house. Register into the program. There's this tiny part of you and it knows best. <laughs> but can you trust your soul? That's the real question. And this is what I love training people in and expanding people so they can live a soul-based life that's right on your terms. We get so obsessed with what's the right decision is it, should I do this or should I do that? And then we ask 55 million people and don't even want any of their advice anyway because deep down we actually knew. Your soul is the one from the moment you met that partner, you knew. 
Maybe you've been in a relationship for three years and your soul keeps whispering. This isn't it. There's something else. And you, (laughs) your ego, keep convincing, oh no, if I just do this and if I just make that work and we get the house together and we do this and that. Ego. Like I see, the best decisions in my life and one of the secrets to living a life that you truly love, that's extraordinary, is making soul-based decisions and learning how to do that and learning to trust yourself and your soul. And remember the key is that it often never makes sense. Us not building on that piece of land at Lake Hawea and moving to Mexico does not make sense in the logical term of societal definition and ego-based concerns. That is not a logical thing to do. Leaving a relationship, a long-term relationship, and packing up my little Mazda and driving out of Auckland, not knowing where I was going, did not make logical sense. Spending $30,000 into a business program when I don't even know what I'm going to get or what they're even going to cover does not make logical sense. But in every moment, you can choose love or fear. You can choose to lean in or tap out. And an extraordinary life is leaning in and trusting yourself and moving through that fear. So really, number three is all about learning how to navigate the ego and the soul in every single decision. And you don't always get it right. Sometimes I do shit and I'm like, that was ego-based. I look back on it and I think, wow, I was just chasing that. I was just trying to get significance or, you know, get approval or validation, all ego-based. And that's okay because you're human. Like I said, everyone's got an ego. Unless you're like Eckhart Tolle who says he's transcended his, which is awesome. Good on him. But most people are still navigating this part of them that wants all those things. So when I do do that, I look and I reflect and I think, oh, okay, cool. Nice work. That didn't hit any of my values or my human needs or give me any sense of fulfillment. So clearly that was an ego thing. And remember, it's okay. You know, I love nice things. I know, but I have awareness. This is the critical piece. I have awareness of when I'm chasing those things. I know I'm like, okay, this is an ego goal, but I kind of want to hit it. Let's go but I don't expect it to fulfill me. And I'm very, very clear on other soul-based things that I'll need in my life, other goals and visions that are for my soul and my evolution and my expansion. Because like I said, most people just have an ego-based life, which leaves them feeling unfulfilled and wanting all this validation from someone else or society. But really, you have to learn how to self-validate. And when you create a soul-based life, you, you're validating yourself. You're like, this is great. This is for me. No one else matters. And then the last key, number four key to designing, defining, and living a life that you love is the ability to navigate uncertainty. The ability to navigate uncertainty. So many of us want to know exactly what it's going to look like. And we are unwilling to take action until we have a guarantee on the results. And we wait to get that. And the reality is, 
You'll never have that. Because life is uncertain. If anything over the last few years has taught us that, it's, it's the experience we've just been in, is that life is uncertain. And so we have to learn how to sit in the discomfort and sit in the uncertainty of what could unfold. Often when you make soul-based decisions, you actually have no idea. You often, there's like an abyss. It feels like this big, you're jumping off a ledge and there's just this big abyss of the unknown. If you leave that relationship, if you quit the job, if you launch the business, if you start the podcast, there's this uncertainty. And so many of us, our nervous systems and our fear-based part of our body just want to grab onto certainty and stay in that little comfort zone and keep safe. And your life will be as small as that. And so over time, we all get to, in order to live extraordinary lives, expand into the uncertainty, hold as much as you can in your body. And it's a reprogramming of your entire nervous system. Perhaps if you experience a lot of trauma when you were younger, you might have more control or certainty tendencies. But when my life really flourished and expanded, it was how much uncertainty I could hold. When I walked out of the doors as a lawyer, I had to meditate on the ground for three days, about three hours a day, because for the first time in my adult life, I felt so much uncertainty. And I was literally recalibrating my nervous system and my body to be able to hold this kind of unknown. Now, Five years later, four, year, five, four or five years later, I love it. I'm okay in the uncertainty. We don't even know we were going to live in Mexico. People ask, why are we going to Mexico? We say, why not? I've built a body that can hold all of this uncertainty in my life and still show up powerfully. So if you're someone who constantly needs certainty and control, most likely your life is pretty small right now. And you might be listening to this because you want to grow. You want to expand, but you're scared of what's on the other side. So there are a few things in terms of increasing your certainty because they're both human needs. We all need the need for uncertainty and variety to grow and expand and explore. And we all also need certainty to feel safe in our body and safe in our environment. It's a human need. And so what you can do is create, find creative ways that you can make that brave decision, but still have certainty. So for example, when I left law and started my business, taking that leap was the scariest thing I've ever done. However, I knew I still needed an element of certainty. I didn't want that to be what I had my whole life revolved around anymore. I was like, no, I'm here for some uncertainty. I know my life's going to expand when I lean into the uncertainty and I get to find some ways to create certainty. So what I did is I saved a $10,000 nest egg so that if untapped didn't work initially or I didn't get much momentum early, I would have that to lean on. And that gave me just that little bit of certainty that I needed. Getting creative and finding ways to create certainty that is not staying in the environment that you know you need to leave. Get creative to find ways to meet some certainty so that you can lean into that uncertainty. And one thing when people are making these decisions around, you know, what if I leave my job and the next one's worse? Or what if I leave this partner and I don't find someone else? And all of those concerns and fear, 
what I want you to do is just go one step further because we have a fear-based part of our brain that is always going to find the worst things. It's called a negativity bias. Go one step further. If that happens, if you leave the job and you go to another one or you launch the business and it doesn't go so well or you decide to leave your relationship and you know the next one is not what you thought it would be, what will you do? Just answer that. Okay, if that happens, what are you going to do? You can be certain that you can just make another decision. You can be certain that you're going to be okay and you can just go again because life is just a series of those decisions. And you can be certain that in the moment you did do what you thought was true and right for you and you can just go again. That's really important. If you want an extraordinary life and you've created this perfect little routine, little certainty vibe, we get to breathe into a little bit of uncertainty, right? And I've found really amazing creative ways for me to create certainty. I've got awesome habits. I've got great routines. I've got a phenomenal community. They give me certainty. I've got absolute financial abundance and wealth and asset portfolios and everything. I've found ways in my life to still meet that human need, because it is a human need. We all need it. But it's just how are you getting it <laughs> by staying stuck in a place that doesn't serve you anymore? No, that's not going to work. So we need to get creative. That's the last key to designing and living a life that you love. Be sure to head back and do the untapped clarity to discover your values. That's number one. And that's going to be how we make all those decisions Perhaps do a little stock take right now about whose goals you're chasing, society's goals or your true soul goals, right? Write down all the goals you've got in this current moment because everything's about action from here for me. After you listen to this podcast, I want you to do something different or listening to this is just information and inspiration. And I want this to be transformation for you. I want life to look different after this episode. So promise me you will pause and you will go and you will action these things so that we truly shift your life towards the life you want to be living and what you deserve and what you're worthy of. And I know it's confronting in this moment if you don't feel like you're living that. And that's okay. Let's be courageous. Let's lean into the uncertainty and have a look at what could be possible here. I've done it with thousands of people and I've seen them be brave and bold enough to now live a life on their terms of freedom, of impact, of businesses, of aligned relationships. And I know you can do it too. So jot down all of your goals for key number two, whose goals are you chasing and circle the ones that you feel like are true for you and put maybe a cross or a star through the ego ones, the ones that are societies or someone else. Or maybe you've been trying to chase forever and you're like, I'm still not hitting that goal. Right? I always used to say, I call them deja vu goals. I used to have one every Christmas. Oh, just lose six kilos or whatever it was. And it wasn't my goal. It's because I didn't actually care about that. I found my version of that, which was to have a healing, loving, healthy relationship with my body and incredible vision for my health and amazing energy for my impact. That's my goal. I don't care about losing six kilos. That's society's version. Go through and circle the ones that are true for you and cross out or asterisk the ones that are someone else's. Take some space. So key number three around your soul. Perhaps take some space. Create some stillness in your life. Maybe just a pocket. I take myself out for coffees, me, my journal, and my coffee. And I just sit with myself and I see what comes through in my soul voice. Remember, it's a whisper. 
and you don't have to action it straight away, but you do get to listen. And in order to hear the soul voice, we have to drown out the noise of the ego. And the last one is uncertainty. So I'd love you to jot down ways that you're going to create some certainty in your life so that you can navigate and hold the uncertainty as you go forward and make the bold decisions of the type of life you want to live and create. Because this is it. We get one opportunity to design this extraordinary life and it just takes conscious effort and courage and attention and energy. And if you're listening to this, I know you're the type of person who's willing to do that. So check out the show notes for those links. And I cannot wait to see what you create. Please, please give me some feedback on Instagram or let me know, share this podcast, make sure you're following and subscribed because you truly deserve to live a life that lights you up and a life on your terms. And it's time to let go of everyone else and the comparison game and just get really freaking clear on what you're here for. Thank you so much for joining us today. I can't wait to speak to you soon.